the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and the Unite, i.e. Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups. Hope everyone had a great Christmas, and it's important to take some time off of the politics stuff and uh, enjoy family and reconnect with those people, important people in your life. And this is our New Year's weekend, so Happy New Year. And uh, we are on the brink here of, I think, probably, arguably the most crucial year in American history, maybe past other than 1776 when we almost lost the revolution. Or maybe during the uh, for the first years of the of the Civil War, when it looked like the South might be able to win uh, and divide the Union and preserve slavery. Uh, one of the things that um, has troubled, has bothered me, is we're losing. We're losing the country, our freedom and republic. We got some great people doing great things, but we're losing. But we could win. We have the superior ideas of how to organize and govern society. Why should freedom lose to tyranny in the marketplace of ideas? But it is. And we're going to delve, and we'll delve into that. In the, in the book, The Sun Also Rises by Ernest Hemingway, mm-hmm. one of the characters asks how you go bankrupt. And the other uh, character said, two ways, gradually, then suddenly. And I think the same thing applies to the fall of countries, is things are eroding away, and when the collapse comes, it can come quickly. And you look at some of the things that are going on, just some of them, the open borders, unlimited immigration of unvetted, um, poorly educated immigrants from all over the world. Um, we see the resurgence of diseases that have been long since vanquished in the country. Uh, $32 trillion of debt, almost $33 trillion now. Uh, that Ponzi scheme can't go on. Uh, the population is increasingly dumbed down and indoctrinated. We just saw this week that a, about a quarter of young people have a positive view of Osama bin Laden. Where the heck is that coming from? We have a below uh, replacement rate birth rate. We have, at least for you know, from when I was growing up, and probably most of our, our guests who I will introduce shortly, just unbelievable level of depravity that we're going to have someone. We're going to have a tranny at the White House going around topless. Could you imagine that growing up in America? That, but there, but. Here's where we are. To help us in these last two weeks of the my last two shows of 2023, I've asked some people on to address the question of how we can save our country, freedom, and republic. 
Because I believe we can, and I, I believe we can do so through politics. As Tucker pointed out recently, the alternative to politics is force. And uh, we don't want to go there, if at all possible. So to help us sort that out, um, we have three great activists. They've been on the show before. We welcome, we welcome them back. The first is Tony Ringline. She is the founder of Unite 911, a, a patriot activist organization in the Palm Springs area. Among other things, she helped, uh, she organized a, a rally in front of FBI headquarters in Riverside after they conducted their raid on Miralago last year and pawed their way through Melania's underwear drawer. Now, Deborah Pauly, who is the uh, longtime activist in Orange County, founder of the conservative Patriots of Orange County, and Tara Thornton, who is the co-founder of the Freedom Angels with her partner in thought crime, Denise Aguilar, and among other things, they do citizens' grassroots lobbying at the at the capital of our legislators, and uh, you know, if there's ever an unlikely duo of political activists, it's probably Tara and Denise. Very different backgrounds. Uh, Tara's comes, comes up from, from the mountains. Denise is a former gang member from the streets of Stockton. But they're united in the, trying to preserve our freedom, as well as trying to preserve, protect our children from what the politicians are trying to do to, do to them. So with all that, welcome to the show, ladies. And I think, you know, with, with three great activists like your, like yourselves, I'll have a, tr- I'll have a trouble uh, getting a word in edgewise. So uh, just thanks for being on the show and everything that you're doing. Thank you. It's a pleasure. All right, Thank so you. Last week, we, we kind of focused on religion and getting the church involved and getting Christians involved, building our own, and not accepting enemy narratives and lies. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just going to we'll just start with we'll, we'll start with Tony. And what do you see as the keys? To getting to preserving our country, freedom, and republic. Yeah, the, the thing I see is it's we the people, and and it's only we the people that can do it because our our elected officials are failing us. The uh, corrupt election system is failing us, uh, and we we see <clears throat> the evil creeping into our our country. And we those of us who have been paying attention, we've seen it for many many years, and in the last three, has it just taken off? So. When I think about our politicians and the elected officials, they they have been doing this for about 20 years. And I, I literally have been here in the desert 23 years. I got involved in about uh, 20 years ago and involved with the, the GOP, et cetera. And I haven't seen any difference in all those years. And uh, the only difference that I've seen is the last three years when people actually got involved. When we the people got involved. And we're at this critical juncture. I've seen as the Okay. I lost you, I'm sorry. No. Uh, so th- that's what I think. It's we the people and and that encompasses a lot of things that I think about. So um for time I'll move on to the next. Okay. Deborah. Yes. Well, you know, at the top of the hour or when you intro the entire segment, you talked about one of the concerns, but you listed several and there are several. This um, uneducated illegal alien population that's, you know, pouring in through our open border. But my concern is the uneducated 
legal voters that are and citizens that are residing here in the country. And I think that one of the most important things we can and should be doing uh, as activists is uh, educating the population. That means we need to be thoughtful activists, well-researched. We need to be accurate in what we do and say, uh, because as soon as you lose your credibility by stating mistruths, or um, saying things one way one time and something else the next time you've lost your credibility you're really you're really useless uh, I, I think we we all kind of recognize that people have a short attention span but I don't think that's necessarily what the concern is or the issue is here it's mostly that people like you and I and maybe people who are listening to your program because they have a, a desire and a drive they are fully engaged in this process they're paying a lot of attention. Other people, what I like to call the regular people, are very busy with their normal lives. Although, um, we're seeing a lot of unlikely, unlikely unities coming out, and there are many, many more people suddenly realizing we've got a prob- problem. This gradual um, move toward loss of the country is now to the point where they see that it could happen suddenly, and they're very actively looking for people uh, like those that you have on this program and your other programs to help lead them, educate them, and get them engaged. So that's where I think we can play an important role. Tara. Yeah, I, um, I think mindsets, everything is when we start to realize that, you know, we not only have a duty, but we have the blessing and privilege to determine what our life is going to be in the society that we're going to live in, that in many ways, we're on our own, yet we're together. And we don't give up our power to even our electeds, to to something, you know, other than a spiritual life, our belief in, in God and faith that is greater than us. But in this life, in this actionable life, it's in our hands to build. Just like humanity throughout distance has created the world around them, their society, their life. And it is no less our duty and our responsibility to do that right now. We outsource everything from our health to our children's education to our even. And then we end up outsourcing our belief in ourself and really what God created us for. We were created to be free and we were created to be together in community, to build the world aligned with soul, aligned with God. That is really what I believe is what the mass of humanity wants together. And so I think the biggest thing, make the decision that we're, this is our responsibility and that you're not alone. And don't, one thing when Denise and I, my partner in Freedom Angels train people, the one thing I say all the time is you don't need any new clothes. You don't need to know more about legislation. You don't need to more, know more law or science. You just have to be called and listen to it and say, I want to build something better for my child, for myself, for the world, and then start to engage, start to speak out, never be shamed, and build networks from the ground up. We change everything locally from the ground up, and it's completely possible. We lost a little bit of Tara there at, at the end of her, at the end of her remarks. Um, this is a good place to take a pause here. We'll come back and resume our discussion with these great patriots after this word from Ed Hoffman of United American Mortgage. Place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage and host of the main event right here on AM five ninety The Answer. Mortgage rates are up, but credit card rates are way higher. And credit card balances have hit an all-time high as inflation puts the squeeze on everyone's budget. Not to mention how auto loan rates and payments have gone through the roof. 
Let me point out, it doesn't matter how low your existing mortgage interest rate is if you can't make the payments on everything else. Are you wondering what to do? Do you need some financial strategy? Want to talk to someone who thinks like you? Call me at 855-640-2020. We'll discuss a strategy that works for you today and also considers what happens when the interest rates drop as we move into the inevitable recession. To have that discussion, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the radio talk show host. There <laughs> <laughs> um, you go. No. Um, no, but the private citizen. And as Tony said in our, in our first segment, that, uh, it's, all, it's we the people. It's ultimately it's the private citizens that will save the country or not. Yes, leadership is important. Yes, it's important to elect Donald Trump, which we're going, where we're going to next. But ultimately, Donald Trump or anyone else is not going to save the country. It's going to be us. And, I would just say, before we return to that, to the which I think is crucial, the presidential election, is I used to think that facts and the debate were really important. And increasingly, I don't think so. I don't think people, I don't think people make decisions based on facts. They make decisions based on emotion. And actually, the neuroscience shows that the part of the brain that makes the decisions is different than the part of the brain that rationalizes the decisions. So understanding human nature, which is crucial, is we need to think of is, is how you talk to somebody and try to persuade them and hitting them with a bunch of facts may not be the way to, you know, that, that may not be effective because another part of human nature is to sort out any facts and that might inter- that uh, conflict with what you already believe. We mentioned in our first segment, well, before I go on, let me reintroduce our guests, three great activists, uh, Tony Ringline from the Palm Springs area with Unite 911, Deborah Polly from Orange County with Conservative Patriots of Orange County, and Tara Thornton, I think she's up in NorCal, with uh, her partner Denise Aguilar, who are with Freedom Angels, and you can search for those and you find their websites and their, and their social media. Is We talked about the open borders. Got at least 10 million illegals that have poured through thus far, and it's only accelerating. Everyone in the world that wants to come here is, is coming here unvetted, and aside from the security concerns, you have, you have this huge influx of people that burdens our social uh, system. 60% of the illegal alien households are on some kind of welfare. They, all these children come into the school, into the schools, into the emergency rooms, health care in California, we give the illegals Free health care, huge burden. It's so bad that even Democrat mayors of sanctuary cities are saying it's unsustainable. And the only way this stops is by electing a Republican president who will choose to stop it and control the border. Um, if, if a Democrat's elected, it will continue for another four years. And there'll be another 10, 15, 20 million illegals coming across the border. So, 
Whether you like Donald Trump or not, and I think I suspect the three of us, the, all four of us, are intend to vote for Donald Trump. But given the unsecure elections and that every power center in the country is united in doing anything possible to stop him, how do we put Donald Trump back in the White House? Now, we'll do reverse order. Tara. I don't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, 2024 is going to be wild. I think a lot of people have lost trust in the process. And all I know is that we get the world, we get the terms that we accept. And, and it's all, you know, we, I do think that practically on the ground, you can do things like educate. You can do things like legal ballot harvesting would be focusing on churches to educate them and to move people just like the Democrats do move people into coordinated, you know, ways to help them get registered and to move to vote. I believe, you know, presence, oversight, transparency, pushback, not being shamed, conversation. Um, I really don't have an answer, but what I do have is a belief in individuals and in people. And if we just finally decide that we're not going to accept any terms that hurt children, freedom, our country, that we can figure it out together no matter what happens. We can turn it around. I'm a true believer that the world we want already exists inside each of us if we just decide that we will accept nothing less and then lock arms together. Deborah. Well, you said that facts and debate don't matter, and I'm going to disagree with you. They do matter. It's a matter of how do you do that. You need to learn how to couple the facts and debate with the emotion and passion. And if there's anyone who's taught us how to do that, it is Donald Trump. And that's why he has such a a big following. We need to be straight shooters with our facts. We need to speak it boldly. For many years, uh, I think many of us activists for myself included, and I hate to say it's true, but it is true, I've held back because the left has been so bold about shaming those of us who speak out boldly. But at this point in time, there's no time for that anymore. And um, we have been given permission to speak boldly those common sense truths, those facts, those indisputable facts of human nature and nature under under God's uh, kingdom uh, in a way that we haven't done before. And Trump has shown us how to do that. And that's why he's winning over many people. And that's why he also has the left running scared. So how do we do it? We back him up. How do we, how does he win? We back him up. We repeat what he's saying. We don't allow them to discredit him. And in fact, we say, no, he's actually speaking the truth because some people are sitting there waiting for someone to tell them, what should I think about this? Here's what you should think about this. This guy's speaking the truth and he's speaking it boldly. And in your heart of hearts, you know it. Right. We'll come to you just that. Um, the the objections to they say Donald Trump lies all these things because whenever he disagrees with a Democrat you're lying, but their real complaint with him is not that he may get well was it really the biggest inauguration crowd ever in history or not? Okay, it's the truth that he tells is what is why they is why they so much oppose him. Um, Tony, well you know I just keep thinking about of course. Uh, He's the best thing that's ever happened to us. So we've got to, we've got to get him reelected. And there is the rub. 
no one trusts the, the process any longer. And so I think that probably has to be one of our number one efforts is the election, uh, and how it's, how it happens. And I know for me, uh, recently on one of your Zooms that you've done, Greg, we, we listened to a fellow from Chast- Chasta County where they successfully removed their Dominion machines and are going to paper ballots. And I think when things like that happen, people start to trust again. And it's we, the people that made that happen up there. And I didn't take credit for it. Of course, I wasn't a part of that, that success, but it was we, the people up there that did that. Uh, and thank God to Mr. Lindell for everything he's done for that, that, um, issue and continues to do. Um, so I, in fact, uh, asked them to come down here and talk to us. So I'm, I'm trying to rally the troops uh, and inform them, educate them of what Shasta County did and how we might be successful in doing that. Um, just in what uh, Tara said, you know, getting people registered, activating people. And what I've found over the years, you know, particularly with COVID, it was easy to activate people then. Because everyone's lives were affected. And when you go to emotion, everyone was emotionally attached to that. Well, COVID's over, if you will, and people have gotten on with their lives and they don't realize that the fight is not over, that the, the, the powers that be that are causing those things are still trying to come down on us. And it's not going to stop until we do take control of it and stop it as we the people. And I think so then... We do have to get these people involved, but I'm often jealous of the normal people. I think it was Tara that said that too, normal people, because they're just living their lives and they are not even aware of what's going on. I mean, God, what I would give for that. But mm-hmm. when I, when you know, you know, and when you have four grandchildren or how many grandchildren or children you have and you know, you can't not do something. I, yes. I don't know how you can't do something. Because it's their future, not ours, their yes. future. And uh, the uh, primary in California was coming up early in 2024. Early so it'll be March 5th. It's in June in the government, in the, in the, um, off presidential election years. And it's, they've moved it up to March in the presidential election years. So one thing right before us is to get out and vote for, for Donald Trump in that primary. If he gets That's over right. 50% of the vote, then he will get all of the delegates. Great. The other part of that is the GOP I, needs sorry. to get behind him. Okay. Great. Yes. There, really, in reality, the election takes place at the beginning of February when they start mailing out those ballots. So yep. we need to not think in terms of the beginning yep. of March. We need to start thinking in yep. terms of the beginning of February. And I know that, you know, you know, in my other life, I'm an attorney. <laughs> uh, and, and one of the things that's been happening is, you know, they, the Secretary of State, all the different county ROVs have been sending out notices to those no party preference voters saying, hey, if you want to vote in the election uh, in the primary, which ballot do you want? You have your choice between Democrat, et cetera, but not Republican, because the Republican Party made a decision that you cannot vote in the Republican Party primary. You will not get a Republican Party primary ballot unless you are registered Republicans. A lot of individuals believe that this is a, you know, some sort of nefarious act on behalf of the Secretary of State and the different registrars of voters, but in fact, 
This was a decision of the Republican Party leadership. And so we also, this is a huge thing that we need to re- educate people on. If you want to vote in this primary and MPPs who left the Republican Party out of anger and disgust are the ones most likely to vote for Trump because we have a lot of never Trumpers leading things. If you want to vote in that primary, you need to re-register. You need to re-register now. If you're still angry, you can go back to being an MPP after that primary, but you need to re-register. And that's one of the biggest things we need to be pushing with people because they don't understand it. Good point, because I, in point. fact, I, I just I just re-registered <laughs> this yeah. past week, this past week from MPP to uh to back to republican and once once I'm, once we're past this primary election i will go i will go back to uh npp status again uh the protest for what the california republican party has become which is in essence the uh farm team of the washington generals and the washington generals of course <laughs> are the are the uh, are the faux team that plays the harlem globetrotters in their shows <laughs> they have become feckless no doubt yes. Uh, that, that, that is all the time we have in this segment. Uh, stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite, i.e. radio. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Redlands Tea Party Patriots and Unite, i.e. Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups, where our mission is to uh, unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans and magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great, free, and prosperous. This is our New Year's weekend show, so Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you had a great Christmas. And we're heading into a very, very crucial year, maybe one of the most crucial years, if not the most crucial year in American history. And it's uncertain what, you know, our country, freedom and republic are on the line. And I think I hope that most people listening to the show grasp that. Um, that's why and, that, and that's why you're listening. I believe it is still possible to save our country through politics. We can save our country, freedom, and republic without going to a uh, you know, another revolution. And there's a there's a movie coming out uh, about that, and about a second uh, civil war, shooting civil war coming out coming out this next year. But what we're doing thus far is not sufficient. We're losing our country, freedom, and republic. Uh, Abraham Lincoln said at the outset of the Civil War, as our situation is new, we must think and act anew. And to help us, my last two shows of the year, I've invited some a great group of activists on to share their ideas about how we can save our country, freedom, and republic. And this week, we're very pleased to have uh, Tara Thornton, who, uh, with her partner Denise Aguilar, formed the Freedom Angels and the Mama Alicia. Uh, we'll talk more about, about the, what the Mama Militia does and uh, building our own. Tony Ringline, who formed Unite 911 in the Palm Springs area. And Deborah Polly, who is the president and founder of the Conservative Patriots of Orange County. We talk about national issues and they're important. The, what's happening in the, that the border is a national survival issue. But inevitably... It's hard to, for us to do anything about that. So the focus, I mean, the focus of our activists are locally. Um, Theodore Roosevelt said, do what you can with what you got where you are. And I, we certainly agree with that. 
So, um, Tara specifically mentioned wanting to talk about local politics. So we'll start with you. Tara, what are you doing locally to save towards the end result of saving our country, freedom, and republic? Well, I will say that my partner, Denise Aguilar, is running for assembly in District 13. That's Stockton and San Joaquin County. But I'd like to take it to, you know, everyone, everywhere, whether you're in California or wherever. All politics is local. Everything happens from the ground up. You don't wait for a Nuremberg trial. You don't even wait for a president. You decide what you're going to accept in your own life and from the ground up. And so, though I do believe that we absolutely need, um, not the Democrats helming the presidency and the executive branch, um, I do believe my faith is mostly from the bottom that no matter what they install at the top, that we get to turn it around and just side here. Local politics, like on a functional level, are really critical, whether you're talking city council, board of supervisors or county commissioners, school, you know, school boards. You want to find candidates that mirror your values and get them elected. But even if you don't, you still can connect with people in the community and can push back on those. Those are considered different political subdivisions or powers of authority. Every one of those has an ability to move something or do something. When we talked about Shasta County earlier in the um, show, how they made a county move to have paper ballots, a county in Nevada did the same. Uh, counties, cities, different places can put in protections and they can do that with the support of the people in their community. So it's really important not only to get people elected that will hold a line for a vision that we can all get behind, but even if they're not there, you can unite together and push back. I will tell you just even at the state level, which is assembly and Senate in any state, five to 10 people coordinated in their district effectively will scare them. And we have far more than that everywhere on every piece of ground and every demographic that is concerned about the big issues from our children to the border to um, the financial situation. So get engaged, lock arms, back the candidates, and think that we can change this hyper-local because we absolutely can. And I will tell just a word out to anyone in California, all the work that, or the world really, California is not extremist. Everything that Denise and I have done with Freedom Angels has proven out that the people of the state are not represented by the extremists of the progressive Democrat leader. Leadership and that we can, we have had wins that prove it. We can turn it around and it is our duty and responsibility to do that. I think the biggest story in the nation is actually California is not a lost cause, that we are not extremists. And if we realize that and take our step in, we can course correct the state to balance. There are certain things we can do. Um, ProtectKidsCalifornia.com has ballot initiative that will ban the gender, the sterilization of children on gender medicine. It will protect girls' sports and um, spaces, and it will also keep schools from lying to parents about social transitioning of children. The Even the standard um, polls have showed the numbers 
supporting that ballot initiative are so high that if we qualify it, we pass it, we take this, you know, Newsom sanctuary state for child sterilization, we take that into our hands and we ban it. And that would show the entire world and give hope to the country, the state and the, you know, the world that we can do this. Deborah. Yes. Well, you know, you've had me on the show before and you know, I say it often. Stay and play in your own backyard. And that is one of the reasons why CPOC exists. The Conservative Patriots of Orange County's mission is to connect and serve the Patriot community right here in Orange County. It's important that we connect the dots and share information with one another. So that's, uh, you know, it gets very, very sexy to, you know, talk about what's happening at the federal level. Um, but there's very little that you can actually do about that other than to assure that whomever you're sending is trustworthy. Uh, and the way to find out whether they're trustworthy is to elect them at the local local level, city councils, school boards, uh, even water districts, vet them, watch them, see how their voting record evolves so that they have something to stand on. These are the individuals that we should be sending forward based on a good voting record. We have a new website that we're launching. It's actually live make orange county great again dot com make orange county great again dot com believe it or not that was available we jumped on that i think we can expect some success in 2024 i want to talk a little bit though about what happens once we get these folks elected greg and i know you've heard me on the circuit talk about this many times we cannot as citizens just throw them into elected office once we think we found these great guys or great gals and gotten them elected and then turn around and walk away. We need to be there to support them when they're doing the right thing, to correct them when they're doing the wrong thing. Uh, because we, it, it's a, it's a responsibility of our citizenry that I think we've forgotten. It is in order to be an effective citizen, citizen led and governed government, we have to, as citizens, be engaged, and we have to be teaching our children how to do that as well. That is not happening in the public schools. As a matter of fact, there's a, a concerted effort to dumb them down, so homeschool or uh, get them in private schools, but ensure that this next, ge- next generation is prepared to take that leadership role once we're finally Able to retire? Does that ever happen? I'm not sure. <laughs> now, I, I'm not sure we get to retire from the office of uh, of private citizen. So. Uh, Tony, uh, what do you what do you what are you guys doing out there in Palm Springs on in local politics? Right. Well, as you know, Greg, pretty much the last year I hadn't been engaged due to some health reasons, so I'm just slowly starting to get back into some action, and it starts with Shasta County and and learning what they did up there and how we can how we can try to implement some of those things. I think we've done a lot of that over the years. I mean, we've been fighting the school boards, going to the county, et cetera, and you have the same people doing it, and everyone's so tired. We need more people to step up. And, you know, I, I talk to, you know, I'm talking to the nail lady. She's doing my nails, and I'm, you can't talk about that here. I said, why can't I talk about it? Well, you know, it might offend somebody. I said, if I lose my freedom, if we lose our country, I'm going to be offended. I said, we have to talk about this. Everyone has to talk about it. The fear of losing your business or whatever it is that you're afraid of has to be over because we're going to lose everything if we just sit back in fear. And so my my plea to anyone listening is 
it's it's time for everyone to get involved. Everyone, every American. And there is something that you can do. And so out here on January 8th, Monday, January 8th, 2 to 6 p.m., we are uh, doing a, a training session uh, with the Shasta County people, Terry Raposa, um, and that's uh, going to be in Palm Desert. You can RSVP 310-403-5973, 310-403-5973, and learn all about it and join us. If you're in the Coachella Valley or even if you're somewhere nearby and you want to want to join us, please do. But we need to engage people, and that therein lies our challenge. And so we we play on their emotions, hopefully, and we can get the word out. And we need to be out in the community, out at the Walmart store out front, you know, getting registration and talking about these issues and letting them know what we're doing. Um, uh, that's what we're doing, trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. Yes. Greg, yeah. can I add? I forgot. I should say that we Freedom Angels do we do grassroots um, lobby training, and we do it hyper local. We like to take it out and do tours and town halls. Um, we've done them in Southern California, and the response has been amazing. But what we're more seen for is we do them at the Capitol in Sacramento. We have such a large state; it's hard for people to get there. There's an extra kind of importance on the people that live two to three hour drive away because you, you know it is hard to drive the length of the state. Um, January 3rd is the first day of legislative session. We have um, a press conference starting at noon, but what we do is our Freedom Angels grassroots lobby. We take people into, we show them the floor sessions, and then we go to the swing building and take them to the legislators' offices. You get to meet legislators. You get to talk to staffers. And most importantly, you demystify the process. Again, we tell everyone, you don't need to change your clothes. You don't need to change what you know. Show up. Bring your kids. It's a day of civic engagement. And what we've found over and over again is that people are, it demystifies the, this thing that seems undoable or unachievable. And you start to see, wow, I can really do this. And the other big thing you see that is if, and I tell everyone, if you are not here, nobody else is. People do not engage. This is simply the only reason why these things pass is because people, one, either don't know about them or they don't engage. And if you engage, um, you have, if you start to engage, then you can start to course correct. And the idea of showing up big and strong at the beginning is you're trying, you know, we try to help build district to capital networks. So we push back both at the same time from the districts and the capital on and try to keep them from advancing, you know, the most egregious bills. And then we try to fight everything that we can. All right. Uh, again, we need to uh, hear from our sponsor. We'll hear from uh, both Ed Hoffman of United American Mortgage. And this second half is also brought by attorney Gregory Britton, who does business in real property law. You can reach him at 909-335-7335, 909-335-7335. And as always, remember that it's 97% of attorneys that give the other 3% a bad name. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage and host of the main event right here on AM590, The Answer. Mortgage rates are up, but credit card rates are way higher, and credit card balances have hit an all-time high as inflation puts the squeeze on everyone's budget, not to mention how auto loan rates and payments have gone through the roof. Let me point out, it doesn't matter how low your existing mortgage interest rate is if you can't make the payments on everything else. Are you wondering what to do? Do you need some financial strategy? Want to talk to someone who thinks like you? Call me at 855-640-2020. 
We'll discuss a strategy that works for you today and also considers what happens when the interest rates drop as we move into the inevitable recession. To have that discussion, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Uh, we are, have, have three great patriot activists on the show this week. Uh, Tara Thornton with Freedom Angels, Deborah Pauly with the Conservative Patriots of Orange County, and Tony Ringline from Unite 911. In our final segment here, I want to, we, we talk about, and all you, all you are doing great things through your, through your groups is how you get people involved. What is it that gets somebody to be to get off, get off the proverbial couch. And in my time in the cause, haranguing them and saying, you know, the country's on the line, you gotta get them, does not work. Um, General Eisenhower, uh, or well, I don't know if he said it as president or as general, I gave what I think is probably the best definition of leadership. And he said that Leadership is the art of getting people to do what you want them to do because they want to do it. And therein therein lies the art. When you have authority, if you can order people around and say, go do this, go do that, or you're fired, that's what, yeah, you can get some people to do things. But in all of our groups, we don't have any authority over Anybody, no patriot can tell another patriot what to do, and that is both a good point to our our cause and a negative point to our cause. So I'm interested in your thoughts. In our, in our um, we'll start, we'll start with Tony here. Is what do you think? How do you get people to want to get involved in in political activism to save the country? Well, again, we we spoke about emotions. And I find that when it ultimately affects a certain person, a certain individual, is when it, they typically will get activated. Well, many of our citizens don't even realize the, what's unfolding and how it's going to affect them. So there it becomes education. And how do you do that? And, uh, you know, you have the various political organizations in the communities but I have found that they just cater to the membership and not to the community. And so I think it's critical you get out into the community. Again, it mean, it requires hands on deck to, to get people out and, and, uh, get to the churches, get to the schools, get out in front of your shopping centers to educate people with what's going on. Uh, as simple as giving them a flyer of, Hey, here's what's happening up in Sacramento with your children. Are you aware of that? And typically, if you can hit their children and get them emotionally connected to that, that'll help activate them. But uh, uh, sadly, you know, I find, again, after COVID, most people have gone back to their lives and they just they don't realize how critical of a juncture we're in. So I think education probably is key right now is, is getting them to know. But we're running out of time. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not quite sure. I'm, I'm I keep working out here and, and, you know, the same people keep showing up. Yep. Been there, done that. 
Deborah, you have you have a you have a big group, and they're doing things, and you've helped elect some local uh, local officials in some in some of the cities in Orange County. What do you find is, well, is the key to getting people to want to get involved? Yeah, I, I find it very interesting that everyone that you have on the program, at least today, is working outside the bounds and confines of the. Republican Party or the party official or any political party, um, they yes. tend to dictate. You know, I've, I've been on the inside. I was an elected member of the governing body here and a delegate to the state, and they want to dictate to people, and that just really doesn't fly with freedom-loving people. But I think the things that the Republican Party did and still tends to do is they, they show up on election day uh, mm-hmm. and they tell you how to vote. You know, you don't hear from them, uh, the elected officials, you don't hear from them, and suddenly they're all about, hey, just wanted to let you know about, and they're using franking privileges to communicate, and really they just want donations, and then and then they get elected, and then they, they go dark on, they ghost you, I guess is the new way to say it, they ghost you. So I think the main thing, and this is something that CPOC does, is building relationships with people. People trust you when they have a relationship with you and know where your heart is and where you're coming from. And so this, in August, we did the thing, CPOC put on the lowdown hoedown. One of our members donated a, a large working equestrian center. We had like a real working equestrian center. Another member donated uh, a really great country and Western band. And we had mostly a time of good barbecue and fellowship. Uh, where you can spend a lot of time together. You were just at our Fantasy of Trees, Greg. There's a lot of time for fellowship. And in every single one of my meetings or the CPOC meetings, our general membership meetings, we have not just the information period, but right smack dab in the middle is a 20-minute break. People want to talk about what they just heard. People want to connect with one another. And so we help them connect on a personal level. And I call it fellowship because, well, I go to church, and they call it fellowship at church. And this is where you get a lot of really important things done. You're sharing information with one another, but you're sharing your hearts with one another. And you're uh, finding those individuals that have the same uh, agenda that you're having, and everyone has their place. Some people care more about what's happening with the children. Some people care more about what's happening with the economy and, and so on and so forth. And it's like, okay, I care about election integrity. And this woman over here was just talking about it. And the six people will go over to talk election integrity during that fellowship period. So I think it's very important. We've been building our relationships for two years now. You can't do it the day before the election or the month before the election. So building those relationships so that that everyone knows who they can trust and who they maybe shouldn't be trusting. Yes. Um, I was just in a, in a store the other day, and there was a, I was waiting, and, and the, the um, looking at some of the cards that were there near near where I was waiting, and there was one that 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 that, that caught my eye, and I actually took a picture of it with my phone, and it said that life begins at the end of your comfort zone, and I think that applies to effective political activism. As well, Tara. Um, so the idea is, 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 what do you find is effective in terms of getting people to want to get involved? 
Well, I totally agree that building relationships is everything. Um, it's also what we tell people as far as engaging politically, just start to build a relationship. Um, but as far as getting them engaged, I mean, Freedom Angels that were kind of, you know, we make a, actually, we make a lot of videos. You see us making posts. I actually don't even like social media at all. Rather not have it. But it's a critical way to connect. Um, it's why it's censored so hard. And I should say, I really, we really were trying to get as many people over to X, formerly Twitter, as possible because it is the political engagement space. But we also need to organize there because a lot of organization happens on the platforms that, like, for, for example, Freedom Angels gets deplatformed from constantly. Um, I, we always try to make it fun. You know, I believe in everything that you pull people closer. That's why, again, I oppose like lockdown and isolation. You pull people closer when there's problems. And I think the more that you feel not a lot, people feel not alone and like family that, you know, a lot of times I'll be like, look, we'll figure this out together and we'll lock arms and we'll keep trying to come up with the best solutions. Oh, it's most over target effective ways we can and we'll move to action together. We gotta stay locked arms and networked. It's our job to like find each other in the wilderness and pioneer this forward. We you know, and I think feeling not alone, feeling part of uh you know, I guess Deborah's word fellowship works perfectly or tribe or community, uh what family, whatever works for you. But Denise and I with Freedom Angels work heavily if you see our stuff. I mean, we're having an after party. Um we're just saying come and join us out to dinner. We'll all go and buy our own drinks and dinner, but join us after the lobby day. When we did our um tour in Southern California, we had one night we're like join us at a restaurant and out dancing. And and those things are really important. And when we're at spaces, we also like, like the ladies said too, you know, make the space that it's really more about not feeling alone, feeling like you're connected to each other. And I think the more you can create that, then people will choose to engage because I think people are looking desperately for um, a way to build the world that they want. And I would also say we know that there's a lot of people that have no clue, that are clueless to what's going on, but there's enough of us that aren't. And if we build the world and the structures and what we want, then we are the bridge for other people. And that is, you know, worth every effort. And I think if people believe that they can do it and they're not alone, that's when they start to engage. And even one little bit of engagement, I've, I've seen over and over, people start to sleep better at night, and then they actually start to keep showing up. Once you tr- go one time to engage and feel connected, you'll show up in more ways. Yeah. I want to thank you all for what you're doing for the cause of our country, freedom and republic, as well as for being on uh, on the show here. And I'm just going to close. I think there's one other element, and there's lots of things we could talk about, is, yeah, all the bad stuff. Trying to come in after you, want to trans your kids and so on. But I think it's also important that we paint a show a vision of what could be. And I just ran across a quote from Donald Trump that I had never seen before this, this past week. And he said that no dream is too big. No challenge is too great. Nothing we want for our future is beyond our reach. So. I'm going to try to incorporate this building the vision of the positive future more into what I'm doing in the coming year. And again, thanks for all being on the show. We're out of time. But as always, tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. Radio. AM 590, the answer. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.